0: Welcome back to Get Outside With Kids, the podcast where we try and help you spend more time outside with your family. A few months ago, we did what we thought might be a one-off kind of episode where we rounded up all of our epic fails, all of the times we made messy, muddy mistakes with our kids through the summer. And firstly, very enjoyable for us to look back on once we had a little bit of distance. And secondly, we got great feedback from all of you that you really enjoyed hearing this. Jen, as it turns out, nobody wants to hear about beautiful golden memories, they want to hear about horrific horrible accidents, mishaps. Everybody's okay. But mishaps where things went wrong and where we might've learned a lesson or we might've just learned never to do that thing ever again.
1: Yeah. No, I think now that we're kind of approaching, well, more than halfway through fall now, it feels like, or it feels like we really transitioned hard into fall. If you're out here on the West coast of Canada, we had this beautiful long and late summer that seemed to go on forever. And then there was a definitive end where like one day it was like, and summer is now over and now it is fall. Um, And so fall has hit hard here. Um, And for both Kate and myself, we also experienced uh, the brand new part of our lives, which is our oldest children are going to kindergarten. So there's been lots of changes and transitions this fall season uh, between school and kind of last trips that have happened. And along the way, of course, we have made Many mistakes, and I don't know if we've learned so much, but I, I think we've learned a few things <laughs> that we'll count on, uh, including some places we might never ever return to again in the future. Um, so why don't we kick it off, Kate? Because it's funny on this first story we're going to talk about. Me and Kate have different failures on the same trip. Like we were barely, we were supposed to be together on this trip, and we ended up not being together. And we both had an equal amount of fails separately. Uh, so let's let's talk about our Tofito weekend.
0: Absolutely, Jen. This trip was, I think we can say the whole trip was a failure. And you know, it's funny. We had a guest on the podcast a few weeks back who said, I don't really believe in the term failure when it comes to kids because, you know, you've tried and you did the things and, you know, you didn't fail. And I'm like, no, I'd say this trip we did. like." <laughs> Yeah. We failed at camping. We failed at hanging out. We failed at just being in Tofino. In so many ways. Yeah. If you haven't been to Tofino,
1: um, I know many of our listeners are from all over the world, including Australia. Um, and Tofino, is it is true West Coast. It's on the Western side of Vancouver Island. It faces like the raw Pacific Ocean. And it is Picturesque. It is beautiful. It is stormy. It is wild. It's surrounded by lush natural forests, um, and it's a place both Kate and I have spent uh, you know different amounts of times. So we talked about on our Pete Clarkson an episode who's from Tofino. Uh, we talked about you know our time in Tofino with Pete and being there previous to kids. So. It is, if you ask anyone here in the Vancouver area, Tofino is like this magical, wonderful destination that you just can't wait to get to maybe once a year for a very special weekend
0: away. What's hilarious about this though, Jen, is that the last, we should have, we should have known because the last time you and I went to Tofino, we stayed at a house with four families and the trip ended when everybody got horrific gastro, everybody. And it was, bad. And so I don't know what we were thinking, but we planned a trip again and we decided we're going to go camping. Jen, your family was going to go out first. And then we were going to come a day later and we're going to have this beautiful end of summer beach experience camping in the beautiful, beautiful Pacific Rim National Park. That was the plan.
1: At least we got it all organized. If you have camped out here in BC, you, know, you have to book your national parks in January. January. <laughs> January. Like eight
0: months in <laughs> advance.
1: So you have to be on it. And especially at Pacific Rim. National. National Park, uh, because it is so beautiful. It sells out the whole summer in that very first day that all the reservations go online. So, Needless to say, Kate and I have been looking forward to this weekend for so long. The whole summer, we talked about uh, this trip, and in fact, on our previous camping trip, you can hear about that camping trip on the Summer Fails episode that we referenced earlier. So, I headed out a little bit. I headed out a little bit earlier than Kate. Um, we had one night at another friend's house on the island right before we headed out camping, and our son, our oldest son had been complaining about his mouth being a bit sore. He had a canker sore, but he had said, I bit my tongue. And I was like, ah, shoot, that happens. You can bite your tongue and it can be a bit uncomfortable. Didn't think much of it. He otherwise was fine, but he wasn't eating very much. So we had this lovely Wednesday night there. And then of course, Thursday morning, we make our way out to Tofino. It is quite a drive. If you haven't driven out there, Um, it's about two to three hours across the Island. Again, depending on where you're starting from, we get there on Thursday. Things are going okay, but my eldest son is in a horrific mood—the kind of mood if you have a grumpy five-year-old, where just everything is hard, life is hard. He is just absolutely miserable.
0: Yeah, I know those kind of moods, Jen.
1: <laughs> you know those kinds of moods. So Thursday, by the time Thursday rolls around, our oldest son is really not eating, and now we're starting to get a little bit concerned. And that little spidey sense is going, "Oh my gosh!" But we're thinking we already had hand, foot, and mouth disease. Certainly this can't be that. It must be something else. He must just be feeling a bit off. We picked up some extra stuff in town, like some like puddings and yogurts, just thinking, well, this will all blow over and certainly it will be fine. 75 more meltdowns ensue. Any kid that hasn't eaten in a couple of days, as you know, is like grumpy times a hundred. It felt like everything we were trying to do just didn't work out. Friday morning, we wake up. And we look at our kid again, and his entire mouth is covered in sores. It is really not looking good. So, where did we spend this beautiful, sunny Friday morning? Off we went to the Tofino Emergency Room. Lovely hospital there. If you ever find yourself in emergency, I in have Tofino. been there actually. Kate
0: is in there on, on a another trip. story. Why do I keep going back to Tofino?
1: <laughs> this is the sign, Kate. This is the sign. <laughs> Needless to say, after about a couple hours at the hospital, it turns out there's more than one type of hand foot and mouth disease and this in fact was that other type so explains a lot of the bad behavior our poor son actually does have hand foot and mouth disease and at this point is quite unwell uh so we take him back to camp we pick up some some things in town and now i'm messaging kate who has not yet arrived to we say, are en
0: route i think almost at this point. i
1: think on route already to say, so it looks like our oldest kid has hand, foot, and mouth disease, and um, I don't think we're going to be able to see you this weekend. So, needless to say. Our trip was not going well. And of course, we were looking forward to seeing uh, Kate and her family and hanging out with her two children. And now all of that had gone up in smoke. And now Kate arrives and can tell us about her, some of her journey here to and from Tofino.
0: First thing is, we left it way too late. We hadn't really realized when we booked the trip that we wouldn't have enough vacation, me and my husband, who both have full time jobs, to take another day off. And so we ended up leaving at like, really late and driving across the island. It was actually a great drive. The kids both fell asleep. Me and my husband could actually talk to each other. Jen, do you remember that? When you're like- no talk about like stuff. It was amazing, but we didn't get into the camp until what, like 11, 11.30. And so PM, we, that's PM, yeah, 11 PM, PM, PM <laughs> on the Friday night. And uh, so we went straight to our campsite <laughs> to set up our tent in the dark, but you know, it was, it was a clear night. It was, you know, wasn't that bad. Put up our tent, Um, knowing that uh, Jen's family was there with hand, foot and mouth and that we would just try and stay away from their campsite the next day because they would likely be leaving. Um, So that was our, first night there we got there very very late and set up the tent and actually everybody slept really well it should have we should have known things were going too well slept well that first night in the morning though we woke up and got out of the tent and saw Jen coming to us. Jen was, I think I was in tears at like that a point a broken woman she was like I was oh, hi I was like What's- what is with her? Like maybe she didn't sleep so well.
1: So that was when I think this was, we started our day at 6am with our children having multiple meltdowns in the tent. The kind of thing where you're like, I think the camp warden is going to come over and actually kick us out because my children are screaming so loud. They'll call and the think- police. Yeah. Like the police is going to be called. Both of my children are having off the chart meltdowns. Um, and partly of course, due to my older son, again, just being so ill, not eating. And I think me and my husband at this point, we were just at wit's end because the, you know the last two days had just been full of meltdowns. You're, you're sleeping outside. So by the time I think I came over to your campground at like 8 AM, I felt like a shell of a human being. Like, I think I had like, I've been crying. We've all been crying. Like we, and I think I told you that that was Saturday morning. And I was like, Kate, we're heading home today. We're literally, we have to leave.
0: I can't be here any longer. (laughs) I thought, gosh, what a shame though, because isn't this a beautiful place? Little did I know. But, you know, it was a real shame for us because we had driven all the way over. We'd come over on the ferry. We'd all gone there to spend the time together. And as basically, as soon as we arrived, you You were packing up up and go home. I mean, we did go down to the beach that morning and got, you know, separately. We had to be far apart on the beach because hand, foot and mouth is super contagious. Had maybe two hours of beautiful time there. The weather was gorgeous for, for two hours. And then we kind of waved goodbye from a distance. <laughs> it's
1: so sad. It was so sad.
0: Wave goodbye from a distance and you, you headed home.
1: Yeah. So we packed up that afternoon. We did get a couple of good hours at the beach, but still lots of meltdowns. At one point, my three-year-old refused to walk up the trail, but also refused to let me carry him up the trail as three-year-olds do. They just refused to move on the trail. We're trying to get back to the campsite to try and pack up. And I had to just be, I had to tell him, I had to, this is terrible parenting advice. I had to be like, if you don't walk up the trail now, a bear will come and eat you. Like, <laughs> you know, and you're like, you have nothing left. You're alone. My husband was gone with my other kid. It's been 20 minutes of him standing there screaming. And I was like, I've tried oh. all the like, let, let's get a treat at the top. Let's have a snack. Oh, I, would I see your feelings, you. you know? Oh. Sometimes you just have to tell your kid, the bear will come and eat you then. Mommy's leaving. Goodbye. It did work. At the end, we got back to the campsite. We've never packed up a camping trip so fast. Both kids screaming the entire time. And then we happily... Drove away all the way home.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So Jen's now out of the picture. It's Saturday midday and me and my partner, my kids were like, we're going to have a great weekend anyway. What a beautiful place. So we thought, you know, we'll go into town. We'll meet up with our friend Pete Clarkson. If you haven't listened to his episode, Pete is awesome. Uh, We went and visited his marine debris workshop, easily highlighted that trip. Um, But after we left there, we were like, gee, it's sort of raining a little bit. We spent a little bit of time in town, during which time our three-year-old, who has been potty trained for a year and four months maybe, so that's 16 months she's been potty trained, took it upon herself to have not one, not two, not three, but like four pee accidents. She was on a roll, man. How does one even For pee no four times in a row? reason. She thought it was so funny, but it was getting cold and wet and she just kept peeing through her pants. And we didn't bring enough pants to have four changes. In like As one does not. Two hours, because it didn't occur to us that she'd just sort of forget how to use the toilet. We're like, oh, ha, 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 this is, this is probably the thing that's going to go wrong on this trip. So we go back to our campsite and as we're driving back, it starts to rain pretty hard. And I said to uh, Vince, my husband, I was like, well, we've got the tarp we could string up, right, don't we? And so we can eat our dinner. And he was like, no, 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 I didn't bring a tarp. I was like, what now? You didn't have any, you did not have any tarp, nothing. We've got a tent and we've got our car and it's 5 p.m. And he's like, yeah, that's it where are we going to cook our dinner? Where, how are we going to eat? We ended up having to drive into, it was absolutely pouring, drive into the campsite and prop up the back of our car. Like it lifts up. So it's kind of like a little roof over you. And so the kids had, we cleared out the back of the car. The kids had to sit in the back of the car. My husband stood at the pit. (laughs) In the pouring rain, cooking the saddest soup you've ever seen. (laughs) In the absolutely pouring rain while I stood, like I'm pretty tall, sort of folded up underneath the car, the back of the car trying to stay dry. And we made sure the kids were happy and like we put on a, you know what you do, you put on a brave face. And we all had some soup and we're like, okay. (laughs) And we thought we're going to make it to, there's a presentation in the campground. We're going to go to the campground presentation and that's going to solve all the problems. My my kids had both been working on their little Parks Canada booklets. So we'd go to the presentation expecting it to be like what we'd seen in Jasper, which I recognize now is a really unfair comparison because Jasper's interpretation is (laughs) amazing. And this was just a person standing giving a presentation about wolves, bears, and cougars. And Jen, that presentation was Spooky as all get out. It was so scary. It was like they wanted to scare you about, you know, so you'd be responsible and use campsite responsible. But they put up like some pretty terrifying photos of cougars just staring at you with their eyes and then told you stories about how cougars had picked up an 18-month-old kid and carried him off until the grandpa fought the cougar and that the kid spent four days in the hospital but was then okay. We're supposed to be comforted by stories like that. They told us about wolves who got into somebody's tent, into their tent with the people in the tent. And then they told us about how rangers had to shoot the wolf and then they showed us a photo of the dead shot wolf. At which point I was like covering everybody's eyes. Like my kid's like, oh my, this is horrible. What are we doing here? Covering my own eyes. Cause I'm like, oh God, what is happening? And then they're like, thanks so much for coming to the presentation. Be safe out there. And then they head, send you back out into the pitch. In black the pitch black. Background. so dumb. It is spooky. And that so is not I bad. was actually freaked out. My kids were like <laughs> laughing along. I kept looking at my partner, like. Like, there's obviously a cougar here. They just told us there's cougars everywhere. Go back to the campsite, get into the tent. I'm like, it's okay. Everything's all right. We're safe in here. We're going to have a beautiful day tomorrow. (laughs) 2 a.m. 2 a.m. It starts raining so hard and the wind is blowing off the ocean so hard. I could not sleep. I couldn't sleep through that kind of noise. It was insanely loud on the top of our tent and it rained like that all night, all night to the point that we were like, We have no shelter. We have no tarp. We've got a tent and a car, and that's it. What the hell are we going to do all day? What did we think we were going to do all day? Did we check the weather? I don't think we did. Um, (laughs) And at this point, the water is starting to flow in rivers underneath our tent. Like it's starting to come in. In the morning, by about seven o'clock, we were like, we are done here. At the same time, we noticed that our kid had kind of been coughing a little bit. She made like a little coughing sound, but it was dark. We couldn't really see what was going on. So, didn't actually think too much of it. We looked at the weather forecast. We saw rain and we thought, you know what? It's not getting any better. I think maybe we'd better just pack up and go home. This is now Sunday morning. So, we've made the decision. We pack up everything super fast. It's all absolutely soaking wet. So wet. You know, when you pack up your car and it's so wet that there's steam on the, you know, like instantly steam inside the car and there's all the windows are fogged up because everything's just saturated everybody's in their car seats ready to go. I think my husband was just stopping in to use the bathroom and our three-year-old threw up in her car seat. We're like, oh God, oh, God.
1: the <laughs> worst, the absolute worst. And you haven't even left the campground yet. You're, <laughs> you're, still, you're camp- still in
0: Tofino campground. So, from Tofino to get back to our house, you have to go along the windiest road, a three hour drive to get on a ferry. And the ferry is an hour and a half or maybe two hours. And then from there, another hour drive home. So we are at least six hours from home, maybe more like Minimum. eight yeah, with wait times and that kind of thing. So we're like, okay, well, this has happened. She seems happy. It's okay. We'll clean everything up as best we can. Hadn't left the campsite yet. So we still had access to like washrooms and that so. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about what happened next. (laughs) Cause it just it just got worse. Like I that road is so bad. And I have I have driven it with somebody in the car with gastro before and it was horrific. And today this time it was my kid. And on the windiest parts where you cannot stop because it's so narrow, that's when she I was going to say that's when she chose to be sick. She didn't choose. It. She did not choose. Poor little thing. But, you know, fate chose it perhaps. And then, you know, we finally, she finally fell asleep. And we're like, okay, thank goodness, because she's she's pretty sick now. She's been sick a few times. Get to the closest town and we're like, we really need some coffee. We haven't even really had breakfast. So we go line up <laughs> <drive> the <through. laughs> <laughs> drive through to get some, like, precious coffee and tea and, like, some food. And she wakes up and we're like, oh, she's looking a little better. She is not better. Throws up again. Yeah. If you think that throwing up on a winding road is bad, it is really bad. But throwing up in a drive through when you can't get in or out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> It was so bad. Anyway, by this point, we're trying to laugh, but it's not feeling very funny. It's not funny. It's
1: not funny. It's so not funny.
0: We kind of got through it. Got to the ferry, um, thinking she looked a lot better. She started to say, "I'm hungry." So, like, great. Okay, she's she's feeling better. Took it pretty easy. Just stayed in the car near the car, and (laughs) still got an hour and a half of ferry to go. Though we get off at the other side, we're like, "It's only an hour till home. We've made it safely." (laughs) No. no no No. she's sick again at this point we're like i don't know what else we can do except just laugh because this is absolutely horrific this has been the longest trip in the history of the world this is our kid is the sickest she has ever been (laughs) and i just can't wait to get home and i gotta tell you as Awful as that whole trip was, it was amazing to get home. Everything, obviously, pretty much everything, just went straight into the washing machine. Wanted we'll to put the kid in there too. Got the <laughs> biggest, bubbliest bath happening, warmest as possible. Dumped our kids in it and just washed and washed and washed and washed. <laughs> <laughs> Scrubble, scubble, scubble, scubble. Yeah. at this point you're like it could be gastro we could all be going down it's hard to know yeah but getting her out of there clean fresh pajamas put her on the couch to watch some tv because she's obviously feeling unwell and i swore to myself jen i'm don't think i can ever go back to tofino <laughs> i think me and you after that trip
1: both separately said we're never going back to tofino again like perhaps of the most spectacular <laughs> places but i was like we have both been burned so many times now, like we thankfully got home easily and everything worked out. I feel like as soon as we left the campground, but then it was like your trip got worse from that point on. It got worse we were both ex- from
0: when you left. Yeah, so, like, it was just, yeah. The trip that we had planned to be there with friends together, hanging out. There's firstly, no friends. Secondly, no your, friends. Kid, your kid's sick. Thirdly, my kid's sick. My kid has potty accidents. It absolutely friggin' bucketed with rain. We went to a presentation that scared the living daylights out of me with these spooky cougars. I can still, if I close my eyes, Jen, I can still see that picture of the cougar <laughs> with his eyes. So, yeah, that trip, which was also supposed to be like the last hurrah before our kids started kindergarten, was really bad. On um, By yeah. the way, on other trips that we've had, I also broke my foot. That's why I was in the Tofino... <laughs> We really cannot no go hospital. to Tofino anymore. That was one of the times I've been to Tofino in the past. So anyway, I think after that trip, Jen, I think you can probably agree, we both felt scarred. Like it was oh my such gosh. a bad trip in so many ways. I didn't really want to leave the house for a little while. I kind of wanted nope. to play it super cool, which actually was good timing because our kids were starting school. And I think we both were kind of like, well, we don't really know what to expect. And I think since then, we've kind of had both, I know we've talked about this a lot. You and I have, both our families have been trying to adapt to this new normal, right? Of school and trying to get our kids outside.
1: Yeah, no, it's a totally new routine now with school. Um, maybe we'll touch on a little bit now, and if you're, anyone's curious, we could probably do a whole other episode on just the school thing. Um, I think for future years, we probably won't go away the weekend before school starts. I think that and was not a to good, Tofino and never to Tofino again, or somewhere certainly much closer by. Where if you have to abandon ship, it's not like an eight-hour journey to get home. It's somewhere much closer. Uh, but with the school thing, it's it's interesting because you know Kate and I both had our children in daycare, which is one type of schedule, and both our children have been in the same daycare. And now we're moving to, for mine, my son, my oldest son, of course, in kindergarten, my youngest son in daycare. For Kate, the same situation, except the daycare is at the school, but going to a brand new location for school and just trying to figure out, yeah, how much outside time do they need? Uh, I think that the school, they're so much more tired when they come up from school, especially September. Like September was like exhausting. I just felt like my my oldest son was very tired coming home from school those days and we really needed to focus on the downtime.
0: Yeah. And I've actually struggled now, you know, as we look back on four, we look back through September and October and we're getting into November now and thinking about like and thinking about what we've been doing to get our kids outside. And I've I'm still struggling to find that balance, I think, of like how do we manage this with school? How do we give them enough downtime? Ideally that downtime would be outside, but as of you know the last few weeks here in, in Vancouver, it's been dark and wet and so you know often in the evenings you can't really get to spend much time outside I, I feel like we haven't really landed on it yet you know we've we've gone kind of the approach of having a really simple weekend where you don't do anything and it can actually be worse because then there's sort of nothing to focus on you haven't really put much thought into. It. <laughs> And I I don't know what's better, whether you you try and do one or two things and your kid kind of has the occasional meltdown or you try and do nothing, they still have meltdowns. I just think we're in adjustment period right now.
1: One thing, I mean, we were kind of talking about before this episode too, which... I mean, for us, we were, we took the before and after school care we were offered. We only had one option. Um, and so it was, we didn't choose this. So I don't mean to say this, to make anybody feel bad if they had options, but what I'm glad now is our before and after school care. So school ends about two and from two forty five to 4 PM, our kids. They just spend that time outside of the playground. Um, and I remember, and I remember me and you talking about this, Kate, where I was debating like, oh, should I have them before under school care? Or should I just take them home every day? And how would I balance that with work? And you were like, well, if you took them home every day, what would you do? And I was like, well, I'd probably put the TV on to finish up my work day versus is before and after school care. In our case, it's just outside till four o'clock. It's just unstructured playtime. Maybe they do the odd game, but it's completely outside. And that actually has made me feel a lot better to be like, if I have to pick him up between four and five o'clock and we do have to spend the night inside because of the weather, because of activities, just because of life, at least he's had that extra out time aside. Um So I think for anyone, if you're still looking ahead to school time. And again, depending on your options available, the options often are very slim pickings. Um, but I didn't really think about that. And I was like, oh, he's actually getting a lot more outside time than at daycare. At daycare, the only our daycare again, only went outside once a day. I think your daycare was different about that. But I know our daycare right now for my younger son only gets one playtime outside Versus school, I'm like, well, they have like recess, they've got lunchtime, and they've got this after school time. So, you know, I don't have to feel so bad if we're still kind of working up that routine for our family.
0: File that one under epic wins because... That is cool. You don't have to do anything, and your kids spending more time outside. And my my kids' schools are the saying they spend a lot of time outside. So actually, Jen, this epic fails fall edition episode includes some wins that we have can take absolutely no responsibility for, and I will. But I will claim that we sent our kids to schools and to before and after school care where they spend time outside. It's a win. Um, but on that, Jen, so thinking about other times <laughs> things have gone wrong, I feel like every time there's a transition in parenting, I get hit with mum guilt again. And it doesn't matter how old my kids are. I thought it would go away. You know, I, th- I thought I'd get used to it after my kids started daycare at the age of 12 months. No, it's just every transition brings up mum guilt for me. And I think on one of these days I had an afternoon off and I thought, you know, I'd love to spend more time with my kids. You know, they're in school and a new daycare. So I'm gonna take them out for <laughs> I'm gonna take them, you know, an after school activity. We've just got one hour, it's a beautiful afternoon. We'll go down to a river, just perfect, you know, just me and the kids. I take some, I got some special snack, walk down to this river, sat down, put the blanket out, and absolutely magical afternoon. Everybody had a snack, and I thought, we can just play here. The kids can throw rocks, they can dig in the sand. It's beautiful. 10 seconds later, my three year old says, I need to poo. And the whole thing completely (laughs) dissolves. There is no bathroom there. I said, are you sure? Because sometimes they don't need to. Anyway, what turned from a one hour outing, we spent maybe 10 minutes getting to the and then hanging out at the river. And then we spent the next 35 minutes, Jen, walking back to the car, checking on my phone, where is the nearest cafe, toilet, whatever, driving to a pretty crappy strip mall and finding a the only place that was open that looked like it had a bathroom and running in like a mad woman by this point because it's been like 10-15 minutes since the claim was made by the three-year-old saying do you have a bathroom we then spent I think 10 minutes in there <laughs> yep <laughs> Sounds about right. Both kids. It was really lucky we went, by which point we, we got out, got back into the car, and I was like, this was our magical after-school moment. This was the afternoon I had to to create memories with my kids <laughs> outside. <laughs> I spent it in a doner kebab shop in a strip mall in the middle of kind of nowhere. <laughs>
1: kids are magical. Every moment so magical, you oh, know? Magical.
0: Just magical. Sometimes just- even that, you know,
1: it's so hard to try and find that balance. And even when you do plan a special day off, things often go awry anyways.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, give yourself, you're listening into this and you're like, yeah, I, you know, the fall has been crazy. We've had a different transition into a different work schedule for one of the parents, or maybe your kid has been going through some transitions. Give yourself a break. It's hard to go through this stuff. We for sure are experiencing that right now. And, you know, sometimes you want it so badly. You want the perfect memory so badly, and maybe you force it a little bit and you end up in a donair shop waiting in the bathroom of the back of some restaurant just thinking how did I get here and what have I done and also who am I
1: also who am i (laughs) i know it's a good reminder though i mean i've certainly seen it all those beautiful instagram photos of families in tofino or other beautiful west coast locations with their children and everything's looking magical and i posted some photos from our weekend and i i gave an honest caption and if you looked at just those photos from those few blissful moments there were so few you would might be jealously scrolling by being like oh my gosh jen and her family had this beautiful weekend away with kate and her family who we see in the very far distance away um When in fact, it was like the worst weekend of the entire year by far, by far was the worst weekend we've ever had anywhere this year. So sometimes don't get caught up in that because if there are children in the photo, Yep, they had a meltdown at some point. Yep, there probably was a potty accident at some point. If they are camping, they probably did not sleep through the night. Something was probably forgotten. Sometimes you book a trip and like 80% of the stuff does go well and you really nail it. And other times you get the 20% trip where only 20% of the things go well and the 80% fails. The trouble is you don't know which trip you're going on. And if you don't try to go on a trip or a tiny adventure or a big adventure, you just don't know which one you're going to get. And hopefully with more practice comes more confidence to continue to move in the right direction.
0: Hopefully as well, you can find some comfort in the horrible trips we've had. And I don't know how we would have avoided any of these things, Jen. You didn't know your kid had hand, foot and mouth. I didn't know my kid was going to get a magical gastro bug for a whole 12 hours that derailed our whole lives. You know, you might argue we could have checked the
1: weather. (laughs) 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 It would have been checkable for sure.
0: (laughs) You might argue we should have packed a tarp because it's the West Coast. Um, But these things just happen. And so hopefully you can laugh along with us. If you follow us on Instagram, you see that we share a lot of these moments too, because we feel badly about ourselves. We feel badly about our parenting when we believe that everybody else is doing it perfectly and doing it easily. We are not doing it easily. And we are sure as heck not doing it perfectly, but we're going to keep trying.
1: So if you have a story like this, please share with us. We'd love to hear about your messy.
0: Make us feel less alone.
1: (laughs) Share our messy, money mistakes. We'd love to hear your comments on this podcast. And of course, if you have, if you have enjoyed listening along, we'd love to have your five-star review wherever you listen to a podcast on Spotify or Apple, wherever that might be. And please share this with a mom friend who is maybe struggling with some of the back-to-school challenges as well. Again, thanks so much for listening in. This has been Jen and Kate on Get Outside with Kids.